0: Three years ago, I think it was, I made the decision on a whim that one of the ways that I was going to focus on helping build the community and the brotherhood was by starting a podcast. Little did I know that podcast and the business that I built around it was going to be the most life-altering decision that I had ever made. A few weeks ago, we made the decision that we were going to call it quits and close down the Make America Swole Again podcast and start something new and fresh called the Josh Holyfield podcast. I was kind of wrestling around with the name and how, what I wanted to call it, and I talked to my staff about a half an hour ago, and I said, hey, guys, what do you think we should call this thing? I gave them a few options, and they all said, Just call it the Josh Holyfield podcast. So here we are. We're calling it the Josh Holyfield podcast. This is episode one. And you guys are with me again, once again, figuring it the fuck out as we go. So fixing the camera. Obviously, we have a new office here. And I guess the motto for me in my life is literally FITFO, which stands for figure it the fuck out. Because it doesn't matter how fucking hard you prepare, how much time you spend preparing, how hard you work at making sure that you show up. Plan A never succeeds. And plan B is typically what you find yourself going with. And plan B wasn't even on the fucking list. All right. So, again, this is Josh Holyfield. Welcome to episode one of the Josh Holyfield podcast. When I started Make America Swole Again... I wasn't really sure what I was doing or why I was doing it. All I knew was that I had a message that I wanted to share and a podcast was a phenomenal place to share it. And if you guys go back to episode one of Make America Swole Again, you know that over the period of the multitude of years that I did that every week, I reinvented myself more than once. The I would say the quality of the podcast improved, the messaging of the podcast shifted, And we basically learned as we went. And originally, we started this entrepreneurial space doing what I called the Josh Holyfield Project, which was just helping men reclaim their confidence and get healthy and fit again and building a community around the virtues of integrity, leadership, discipline, perseverance, and work ethic. I wasn't sure exactly how I was going to help the world, but I knew I was called to do it And that's what the Make America Swole Again podcast was. The goal behind that, the goal behind that was to just have a platform to talk to you guys on. Now, fast forward. We started in 2019. It's now 2023. I know exactly why I'm here. And the truth behind this catalyst for growth and change and me starting the Josh Holyfield Project was – for me to become an entrepreneur in the space, start this fitness brand movement called the Iron Forge, and eventually use that brand as a stepping stone to go further beyond the, the the scope of fitness and start creating impact into the lives of men across the board, their relationships, their businesses, their mindset, their personal development. I realized that fitness, just it wasn't just a – Fitness was just a small piece of it. Actually, in fact, fitness and health were just a prerequisite. In order for me to be a good man, in order for me to be a leader, in order for me to provide for my family, protect them, provide security, safety, I need to be healthy, competent, and fit. And a lot of the reason why men today struggle with being healthy, competent, and fit is because we live in a world that doesn't require healthy, competent, or fit men. In fact, if you really spend time thinking about it, a gym is simply a place where we manufacture hardship because the world we lived in is so soft. It's hard to admit, but it's true. And so why are we going to push this message of being healthy and competent and fit men if the world doesn't need that? And the reason for that is simple, because it's not that hard times create strong men. And Nick Friedis actually said this perfectly. If you don't know him, go give him a follow. It's that hard times make us appreciate strong men. We as men, we go through our lives making one of two choices. Do I want to do the hard work? Do what's necessary? Do what I know I must do and do that without recognition, praise, acknowledgement, or appreciation? Or... Do I want to choose not to do that simply because no one expects it from me, despite the fact that I know it's right? We live in an era right now where those strong men are so underappreciated that most of men writ large don't see the fucking point. Why am I going to be disciplined? Why am I going to work hard? Why am I going to be consistent? Why am I going to be healthy? Why am I going to be fit? when I can spend my life pursuing the pleasures that the world has to offer in an era that thrives upon the concept of instant gratification. So you have to make a choice. Am I going to do what I know I must, or am I only going to do what's asked of me? I'm here with the Josh Holyfield podcast, a creative movement of men who recognize the importance of doing what you must. And the intent of the message here. Again, with Make America Swole again being focused upon Making America Swole to now broadening the scope of the things that we talk about. I want to help you grow your business. I want to help you grow your mind. I want to to give you perspective on current events and societal issues that pertain to men and where we are. And I want to do it from a perspective that's honest, genuine, authentic, and unbiased. That's why I'm here before you. My goal is to build a community of men who are here to serve and acknowledge and recognize the fact that leadership is about service and being an example. Being a man is about service and being an example. It's about discipline and and integrity, virtues that have been lost. And so I hope that you guys are Excited for this new chapter because it has been a season of change for me, my businesses, my family. And this season of change has already – it's already – the fruits of the change and the labor that I've put in to, to put these pieces in motion are already giving back tenfold. Our business has doubled in the last 60 days The size of my house has doubled in the last 60 days. Even the size of my office has doubled in the last 60 days, which is pretty cool. I now have doors on my office, guys, which I don't know if you knew I didn't have doors before. If you recall seeing my son running through the background while my wife is trying to chase him, and I'm talking to you guys on Tuesday nights. We're upgrading. My coaching staff has doubled in size. So we're in a season of doubling, and I'm fucking pumped about it. And so what you're going to notice over the next few months, if you haven't been already paying attention, is I've basically placed myself in the position to be the CEO of my business rather than working in my business. I'm working above my business. I've put leadership in place to make sure that uh, my business operates from an operational standpoint seamlessly and flawlessly. I have social media managers in place. And I've actually gone forth and started investing my time and money towards developing another business which in the last 90 days, we've gone from zero to six figures of a run rate, which is very powerful. And so tonight I'm going to talk about one of the key perspectives that helped me to reinvent myself, not so much reinvent myself, but we'll just say step to the next level and I'm hoping that I can give you guys this perspective from my own experience, so that it can help you to look towards making this change in the way that you view the world and how you pursue your goals. Because I think it's very important that we look at life from this way. Okay, so if you guys recall during the Iron Forge last week, um, I had a discussion with my premium clients. We basically talked about how a couple weeks ago I made the decision that I was going to hire a team to come and help revamp the customer acquisition systems in my fitness business, the Iron Forge. Okay. The company I hired has a track record for phenomenal results and they do a basically end to end customer acquisition system where they build all of the online web assets, advertising, the marketing strategy from the start to finish and then they manage it for you for 60 days to ensure that it can get the results they promised. And then from there, you can decide how you want to move forward. Do you want to do it on your own or continue to pay them to manage it for you? Okay. For context, to pay for somebody to build something like this for you, it's going to cost somewhere in the realm of 15 dollars to $20,000. I paid for that in cash. And I asked my team, I asked my staff, I asked my customers, I said, do you guys think that was a sound investment? Most of them said, you're fucking crazy. Maybe I am. But here's the thing. No, I'm not. And here's why. The concept is very simple. Are you escaping pain? Or are you pursuing outcomes? That's it. What do I mean by that? Another way of putting that is, are you reacting to the world around you? Or are you proactive in creating the outcomes in your life that you want to create? Most people... What they do is they live in a place of comfort and then every time they have a pain, what they do is they focus on the avoidance of that pain. That's what motivates action, right? And Tony Robbins said it best. He says, the only time that you're going to make a change is, is if the pain that you're in right now is more painful than the pain or fear of change. And so this is where most people live. Their primary motivation is they're driven by avoidance or discomfort. That's it. And if they don't have a specific pain point that's creating an immense amount of discomfort for them, then they don't make any change. They don't act. They don't do anything. They don't, they're, they're not ambitious, right? They only react to the negativity in their lives, right? These people that focus upon escaping pain, their actions simply Focus upon seeking immediate relief. What do I need to do right now so I can get instant relief? So, a phenomenal example is, and I'm sure you've probably been in this situation before, you have a headache. I was actually watching a video on YouTube the other day where this PhD was doing a TED talk where he was talking about how we actually don't have pain receptors in our brain. And so, therefore, a headache is just is caused by either there being too much, not enough space for our brain or too little for space for our brain. was basically what he said. And the conclusion that he came to is most of the time when people have headaches, it's caused by either dehydration or lack of electrolytes, most of the time sodium. But what they do is, is instead of solving that core issue, they take a Tylenol. So they mask the pain rather than relieve or solve the pain or eliminate the thing causing the pain. And this is what most people do with their decision making. They only seek immediate relief. And a lot of times that immediate relief is a short-term solution. And what happens when you're constantly in the cycle of implementing immediate short-term gratification type solutions into your life They only put a Band-Aid on your problems and ultimately create more stress in your life, right? So to give you another perspective about how this works is a lot of times people who want to lose weight and get in shape, they'll hop onto a fad diet. For the sake of kind of relatability, we'll use keto as an example. So I look around and I see all my friends, they're doing keto, they're losing all this weight. It's all over the internet. There's even guys that are named like keto guy and he's like this fitness coach, right? And everybody's promoting this keto thing. And so what do they do? I want to lose weight too. So I'm going to jump on this very restrictive, not sustainable fad diet so that I can see short-term results. And that's what exactly what keto does. You stop consuming carbs, which basically squeezes the glycogen stores from your muscle, a.k.a. you no longer carry as much water. You lose a bunch of scale weight, so you make so it seems like you're getting amazing results on this diet, and now you can no longer consume carbohydrates. What you did is you implemented a short-term solution to try to solve a long-term problem versus people who – and then when you come off of keto – What happens? You start eating carbs again. And all those glycogen stores that you depleted, all that water that you sucked from your muscles and dried yourself out is now replenished. And guess what? You gain all the weight back. Plus, you gain additional weight because you didn't actually lose body fat during your keto diet because you're eating like a fucking pig anyway. And so you didn't burn any actual body fat. You gained body fat but lost water weight. And then after you gain your water weight, you end up being heavier than you were before you started. This is very common. Most of the people who do the keto diet end up worse off after the fact than they were before they started. Interesting. So again, when you focus on short-term solutions, when you focus on escaping pain, It's going to increase your stress, limit your growth, and it's also going to narrow your experience. You're living in a place of avoidance. Okay, now let's talk about the difference here and let's shift our perspective here and let's look at pursuing value-based outcomes. These are people who are proactive and what they do is they take action in their lives based upon the things that they want. And they acknowledge and recognize that in order to create outcomes, the things that they want, they need to be willing to persevere through a certain degree of pain. In fact, most of the time, the more pain you persevere through, the greater the outcome, the greater the value of the outcome you get on the other end. And so these people are not making their decisions based upon avoiding pain They're making decisions based upon their goals and their values that they have, the things that they think are valuable in their their lives and in the world and the things that they want. So what they do is they choose to seek meaningful outcomes and they invest their time, their money, their resources towards creating outcomes rather than avoiding pain. Most of the time, because these people are more deliberate and proactive about their actions, they now have a long-term thought in mind with the outcomes that they want to create in their life. And they're willing to accept short-term discomfort or pain in exchange for that long-term thing. Good example. Again, I told you my business has been stacking wins over the past three months. It's taken us a very long time. And if you go back to some of my past episodes, you know I've filed bankruptcy I lo- almost lost my house to uh, uh, foreclosure during COVID. My wife had her car repossessed. Like, this is all during the time that I had been running the Iron Forge because I went all in on it. Some of you may not know that. I was willing to undergo and persevere through those short term discomforts, especially pertaining to financial issues. So that I can achieve a long-term outcome, which is having a, a seven-figure, sustainable, profitable business that I could rely on as a source of revenue for myself as well as my employees. This is the part that most people don't see when it comes to those who are successful. We spend years sucking it. I could go get a job tomorrow working for the government with a security clearance making six figures like this. I choose to continue the work that I do as an entrepreneur because it's fulfilling. This is my passion. This is my purpose. This is what I've chosen to do with my life. And I'm willing to accept the short-term discomforts so that I could experience the long-term gain. I'm pursuing an outcome and I'm willing to undergo whatever obstacles, pain, discomfort, that I have to go through in order to achieve that outcome. This puts me into a place where it gives me a hardened mindset. I'm less likely to give up or quit. It gives me the ability to make my own personal development a priority. I understand the importance of personal development, and it puts me into a place where I embrace the challenges in my life rather than fall victim to them and avoid them like most people do. So why am I sharing these two perspectives with you, pain, Escaping pain versus pursuing outcomes. Here's why. And here's the perspective and kind of the story that I'm going to give you. Like I said earlier, I hired this team to come in. And one of the things that we had spent a lot of time focusing on when we built this brotherhood, the community, the business, the the groups behind all of my businesses was talking about all of the immense amount of pain that modern men face. Lack of motivation, lack of time, lack of energy, lack of drive, lack of desire, lack of knowledge, not feeling appreciated, not feeling like they have enough, not feeling loved, not feeling accepted, not feeling validated, not getting enough support, not happy in their relationships, not respected by their children, not respected by their boss, not fulfilling, not fulfilled in their job or their business, not living in their purpose. The mental health conditions that come with that, depression, anxiety, many of my clients dealt with PTSD, drug addiction, et cetera. And if you go into my Facebook group, the Josh Holyfield or the Iron Forge coaching by Josh Holyfield, you'll find that there are some phenomenal transformations, some phenomenally, incredibly hard workers. There are men who have successfully shifted their entire lives and their outcomes and seen amazing results. And then there are also some guys in there, thousands in fact, who are still victims to the pain. And the reason why I have so many of those people who don't have the motivation, who don't have the drive, who don't have the discipline, who can't. And the, why, the reason why we're attracting those people is because we're taught, Talking about the pain that those people struggle with and the pains that those people struggle with, which is that long laundry list of things that I just laid out, is a perpetual state that they believe they're a victim to and they live in. And it's interesting because if you guys don't know this, if you're willing to pay a premium, which is somewhere in the range of $1,000 a month, you can actually work with me one-on-one and I help you build your business build your mindset, keep you accountable. I streamline and make your life more efficient. I help you to prioritize your time and I make sure that your plan and your program is conducive to making sure that it aligns with your priorities. The way that I coach those guys is different. It's very bespoke, meaning I offer different things for different clients depending upon what they need specifically. But I can tell you right now, the number one thing that all of my super premium level clients, the value that they get from what I offer them with my coaching is efficiency. I am not solving pain for them. They have come to a place where they are willing to face and undergo the pain. Okay. They are now living in a place where they are being very deliberate about the things that they want to create and the outcomes that they're pursuing. And When you live with that mindset, what ends up happening is you understand at a much deeper and at a much deeper level that time is your most valuable resource. Think about that, okay? So you understand that in order for me to have this outcome, I need to be able to undergo the the pain in order to get there. So one of the best ways that I can leverage my money is by shortening the gap between where I am now and where I want to be. And the most effective way and the most efficient way of doing that is by hiring somebody who has the wisdom or the experience to bring me to that outcome in the fastest way possible. Not only am I focused on getting to the outcome in the fastest and most efficient way possible. I'm also focused on making sure that A, I do it in a sustainable, healthy, effective way. And B, I don't have to invest any additional unnecessary time learning things that are not relevant to me getting the outcome, a.k.a. you tell me what to do, I will execute Then after we've gotten the outcome, if I have questions about why or how we got there, that's when I ask. Shut the fuck up in color. I'm paying an expert to give me an outcome. Whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do it. And then after we get there, we can have a conversation about how we got there. Those are the types of clients that I work with. And I can tell you gentlemen right now that 100% of those clients have a net worth of at least seven figures minimum. So there's a very distinct difference that not very many people talk about between the people who are hyper-successful in their businesses, in their finances, in their relationships, in their personal growth, and the people who struggle. And the main and most prominent key difference that I'm here to share with you tonight Is the people who struggle make their decisions based upon avoidance of pain, avoidance of discomfort. And the people who are successful, they make their decisions in alignment with their values and their long-term goals. The ones who are struggling are reactive and the ones who are not struggling are proactive. 100%. And so why do you hire a coach? The reason you hire a coach is because you want to close the gap of knowledge, time, knowledge or time, and get to the outcome in the most efficient way possible, period. You don't hire a coach for any other reason. And if you're living in a world where you are pursuing value-based outcomes, you don't struggle with discipline. You don't struggle with accountability. You don't struggle with ownership. You don't struggle with any of those things because you understand the importance about being deliberate about your actions and making sure that your actions align with your goals and making sure that your goals align with your long-term vision for your life. And the way that you leverage your time and the way that you leverage your money are simply, you understand that those are just mechanisms that you can use to get you closer to the desired outcome in the most efficient way possible. Money then becomes a tool and time because becomes your most valuable asset. So, to kind of recap here, the comparison pain avoidant people are immediate, they focus upon instant gratification, they are reactive. Value driven people are broad, they're proactive. They focus on long-term goals, and they're deliberate about the things that they want to create for their lives. Pain-based decision makers are avoidant. They avoid risk. Those are the same people who say, I can't afford it, or I don't know how, or I'm not sure where to start. Value-driven people are the ones who understand the importance of taking intelligent, calculated risks so that they can shorten the gap of time between where they are and where they want to be. Value-driven people are more resilient. They have a stronger mindset. They're more adaptable because they understand that there is a process that they have to undergo in order to get the outcome that they're pursuing. And they also understand that the value of the experience lies in the process, not the outcome. And so what they choose to do is they marry themselves to the process rather than marrying themselves to the outcome. And because of that, they become more mentally resilient because they, they acknowledge and accept the fact that there will be pain that comes with that process. Believe it or not, your emotional well-being when you live in a pain-avoidant state is very high. You live in a constant state of anxiety. And it's kind of interesting that I brought this up because a couple days ago I saw another video where a gentleman was talking about a study that they did. I believe it was at Berkeley where they analyzed the areas of the brain that, that cause anxiety and the areas of the brain that cause gratitude. And believe it or not, the area in your brain that processes those two emotions is identically, it's exactly the same. And so what they found is that if you're living in a place of anxiety, mental anxiety, anguish, then it's impossible for you to be living in a place where you have gratitude and vice versa. If you're living in a place where mentally you have an immense amount of gratitude for the things you have and where you are and the opportunities that God has given you, then you can't be have anxiety. Those, there's only enough space in your brain for one of those two emotions. Pain avoidant people are living in a place with constant anxiety or scarcity because they're seeking to avoid all of the pains that are in their lives where value-driven people, they live in a place of gratitude for the things that they have, the opportunities that God has given them. They don't live in a place of anxiety because they're ahead of the pain. They've acknowledged and accepted the pain. The pain that they have in their life is something that they've chosen because they acknowledge the fact that pain is necessary in order to achieve or acquire the outcome. And so it makes it very easy for them to seek fulfillment or, excuse me, gain fulfillment from the things that they do because they know that overcoming that pain brings them closer to the outcome. Think about that. You either choose your pain or God will choose it for you. And most times when you run away from a problem, you're going to continue to face that over and over in your life until you learn the lesson that comes from the problem you were faced with. This is how the universe, this is how God works. During your life, you're going to go through levels. And during each level, you're going to be faced with a problem. And you cannot move to the next level until you've effectively demonstrated or learned how to solve the problem. This applies in fitness. This applies in business. This applies in personal growth. This applies in your relationships, whatever the case may be. Have you ever found that the argument that you have with your wife is the same fucking argument that you've been having with your wife, just in a different format? The reason why you guys continue to have the same argument, the same problem, is because you guys have yet to collectively learn how to solve it in your relationship. So God is going to continue to put that problem in between you until you two can collectively learn how to solve that problem. If you find yourself in a place in your business where your customer acquisition, your revenue, your growth has stunted, the reason for that is because you have yet to solve the problem that will take you to the next tier of growth in your business with a revenue or whatever the case may be. Okay. This applies to everything. So when you start looking at life as just simply a series of sequential problems that you have to overcome, which most times involves enduring pain, then you can start making the decisions on what obstacles you choose to overcome so that you can be deliberate about the outcomes that you get on the other side. People who live in an avoidant, escaping pain-based mindset, they are allowing life to lead them. And what happens is because they're not moving in a specific direction, they have problems coming at them from every direction. Versus people who live in a value-based mindset, they are moving in a singular direction. And because they're moving in a singular direction, they can only be faced with problems from the direction they're going. All of the other problems that would be coming at them from every other direction aren't hitting them. They're not reaching them because they're constantly moving. But the second you stop, that's when you start to feel overwhelmed with the problems that you're facing in your life because you're not being deliberate about where you're going And you've become stagnant in your growth and your movement. So kind of in closing here, the purpose of the Josh Holyfield podcast is to turn the page on my own growth, my business, my my personal development. The last chapter of my life, I was using the pain of my past and my history and all the hard things that I went through as a kid and as an adult And all the trauma and the things that I'm sure most of you heard about, I was using that to motivate me to become the baddest, most successful, meanest motherfucker on the planet. I was pain avoidant. I was pain avoidant. My marketing, my content was pain avoidant. And the Josh Holyfield podcast is me turning the page and saying, okay, we're in a season of change. We're in a new chapter now. That pain is over. I'm now choosing my pain by being deliberate about what I want to create. And the conversations that we're going to be having on these podcasts are going to be about value, tangible, actionable, practical things that you can implement in your life, lessons, wisdom that are going to help you develop into a better man and achieve the outcomes that you want to create in your life. Rather than looking backwards and using your pain as an excuse for why you're not where you want to be, okay? I had this discussion with my staff today during our weekly staff meeting. We are going to shift everything that we do to value. Value, not pain. We don't talk about pain. And the reason we don't is not because we don't think it's there. It's that we know it's there. We've accepted that it's there. We're okay with it being there because we know that it's a tool. If we use it that way. And we also know that everybody has a fucking story. Everybody has their shit that they've been through. Some people more difficult than others. But guess what? Nobody fucking cares what your story is. What they care about is what you're doing now. And so either you can sit and you can live in the past and live in this place where you're constantly avoiding pain or you can start being very deliberate about your actions and what you do and what you're, you person that you can choose your hard, choose your pain, choose your outcomes, and create the fucking life that you want to create. It's your choice. And at the end of the day, you have to decide whether or not you're done being a victim. That's what we're doing here with the Josh Holyfield Podcast. This is episode one. The title of the episode tonight is value, or excuse me, it's I think it's pain versus value. Every week I'm going to come on here, I'm going to tell you a story about my own experience, what the lesson is, and hopefully provide you guys with some insight on how you can implement that wisdom into your own lives so that you can level the fuck up with me. And that's our goal. I hope you guys know the tone has changed, the vibe has changed, the attitude has changed, the delivery has changed, the message has changed, the man is the same. So hopefully over the next couple years as we record these you guys will get to see different sides of me the funny side of josh is still yet to come out but believe it or not deep down i'm a fucking goofball those who know me personally at a deeper level know that i'm actually the goofiest silliest fuck motherfucker there is maybe part of that will come out at some point during this one i want you guys to see the side of me that i really am which is something that's kind of new with that said guys i appreciate it one more reminder We also do the Iron Forge podcast on Thursdays. It's streamed live on my business page, The Iron Forge. Coach James, Coach John, Quentin, and Tyler and I, we all do a roundtable where we talk about certain societal topics. We also answer questions from the audience to make sure that you guys are getting all the feedback, input, knowledge, advice from an unbiased perspective about health, fitness, mindset, supplements, workouts, equipment, whatever it is that you feel like you need. This is a fitness-based thing. Our goal is to provide as much value, perspective, and knowledge as possible to you guys during that call. During the Iron Forge calls, we also go into personal, societal issues, similar to what I talk about here. But the format is a little bit different. It's a roundtable discussion. Again, there's five of us. We go on there. And this week for the Iron Forge podcast, we're going to be talking about how the concept of self-victimization. And to peel that back another layer, how we as men create our own villains. And so you're going to get some perspectives from me as well as some stories from my team about how they have specifically created their own villains. And hopefully through that, you guys can figure out or realize how you have also been creating your own villains, aka victimizing yourself. All right, so tune in Thursday night, 9 p.m. live on the Iron Forge. Looking forward to having you guys there. We'll also be posting those podcasts starting next week onto iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, etc. So do me a favor, if you haven't already, this episode will officially go live on all the podcast platforms. A shortened, edited, we'll say an abridged version will go live live no later than next monday do me a favor give it a click i'll send out a notification via email let you guys know it's there go over there drop a review subscribe to the podcast on whatever your preferred platform is so we can hopefully give this thing a quick boost to get some viewership out of the gate okay we're going to be putting it on youtube We're going to be putting it on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio. The list goes on there. Google Podcasts. So whatever your preferred format is, just search Josh Holyfield. You'll find the podcast. Again, it will be live no later than Monday. Iron Forges will also be live no later than Monday. And so you get to watch the live stream of these podcasts right here on Facebook and YouTube. And then what we do is we edit it for clarity, consistency, and make it more concise and we drop it on those platforms with the audio and video to make it easier to consume for you guys. So again, look out for those. Subscribe. Give this thing a share if it's valuable for you. Boost this motherfucker, and let's build this community. Let's build this brotherhood and expand what we're doing here. I appreciate you guys coming in and hanging out tonight. I know it's late for a lot of you. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on Thursday. God bless.